Today's episode of Peers to Peers is powered by Shopify, the leading global commerce company that's shaping today's entrepreneurial economy. What started as three mates in a coffee shop trying to sell a snowboard has ended in thousands of employees around the world, bringing over 1.7 million businesses to life. You could say Shopify is a peer to us and entrepreneurs around the world. So peers, if you're looking to start your own business, head to shopify.com.au for your 14-day free trial. Hello, peers, and welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. Peers speaking, peers listening. This is a conversation for you. I'm your host, Michelle Akidinol, founder of Leading Australian Podcast Agency and 2021 Australian Podcast Awards finalists, The Peers Project, and your fellow passionate peer. Each week, I invite an inspiring millennial entrepreneur from around the globe to chat with me. No filters, just real talk, peer to peer. Together, we unpack what it takes to go your own way, pursue your passion, and why there's really nothing better. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please do pass it on. The more peers, the merrier. Hello, peers, and welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. When do you know that it's time to step out on your own peers? For today's guest, Kayla Castaneda, it was losing her job mid-pandemic that made her think, when life gives you lemons, make agua fresca. Now Kayla is the CEO and co-founder of Agua Bonita, a drinks company that sells a new take on a delicious Mexican drink. In today's episode, Kayla shares why there's never a perfect time for anything in life, how her heritage shaped her business, and why everyone can have an opinion, but you're the one building your brand. For those of you who haven't yet posted about our podcast on your socials, or if you're new here, firstly, welcome. And please do take a screenshot of this episode right now Post it to your Instagram story and tag us at The Peers Project so that other peers out there can benefit from the wisdom of these incredible millennial entrepreneurs and help us on our mission to empower you all to pursue what you're most passionate about through entrepreneurship. Okay, peers, without further ado, welcome Kayla. Kayla, welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. You know, you and I recently connected and when I looked into you and all of the incredible work you're doing in the beverage space, I knew I had to have you come on the show. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no, thank you. Like I said, it's really my pleasure to come on. Awesome. So look, for those of us who don't know who you are and what you do, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Kayla Casaneda. I am the founder of Agua Bonita, which is a line of premium, better for you, aguas frescas. 
Aguas Frescas are a traditional Mexican drink made with fruit, non-sparkling water, and traditionally a lot of sugar, but we have 80% less sugar and still 100% of the flavor. 100% of the flavor. Yes. That's what we like to hear. Oh my goodness. It's so cool what you're doing, Kayla, with your business. And I can't wait to dive deeper. But before we do, I'd love to start with a question that I've often found to be very insightful and revealing. And that is, where did you grow up? And how has this impacted the choices you've made in your life and in your career so far? So actually, where I grew up has impacted literally everything um, and mostly my career. So I grew up in a small town called Hanford. It's in the Central Valley of California, which is actually responsible for growing 60% of the nation's produce within 100 miles of us. So it's not, you know, the beach, it's not the palm trees, it's not San Francisco and LA. It's a very rural part of California and a really small town. Like everyone knows my dad everywhere that I go. And so that shaped me in the way that when I was younger, I wanted to leave as soon as I possibly could. And I moved to New York and, you know, got all my worldly experiences. But also in our business, it influences the way that we source our fruit because I have seen firsthand how much fruit goes to waste every year. And we do a lot of unique sourcing. I'll tell you more about it as we kind of get in, but yeah, it has influenced everything. I love that you said that the town you grew up in, you like everyone knows your dad, you know, what was the greatest lesson growing up that your dad or your, your parents taught you? My dad has taught me a lot of humility I think that there were lots of times where our family struggled with things and there was no job that my dad was not humble enough to take, even though everyone knows him. And so I think it was like very easy for him to have a lot of pride if he wanted to be, to be a very like vain, prideful person, but he's the most humble person. And so I think, and I hope that I take that with me in everything that I do in everything in life. I love that. And your mom? My mom has taught me to never forget the details because my mom still does not let me forget the details. And, (laughs) um, you know, she's the kind of person that it doesn't matter if it's 11 p.m. and there's dishes to be done, you know. And so I think that there's been a lot of times where there's stuff that I would rather not do right then and there that needs to just get done. And so I think I learned that probably from my mom. I think that so relates to business, right? I think especially in the startup world in the early days, starting something of your own, you just, there are things that you don't want to do, but you have to do, you know, talk to us a little bit about those things, what those things were for you very early on when you were just starting the business 2020, you know, what were some of those things that you just really didn't want to have to do, but you had to do them to get it going? I think it's still the same, even from the beginning till now, is that the mark of any good salesman is really in the follow-up and like just really following up with people. And that is just something that I have never really been great at and never really like wanted to always do. You know, it felt like, oh, I just wanted to have the initial conversation and then, you know, then it happens, right? But that's not how things go. There's so much follow-up that goes with any big opportunity. 
And yeah, sometimes it gets really cumbersome. It's still one of those things for me that I have to just tell myself like, okay, just get it done. Just get it done. I couldn't agree more. I find that really interesting because I think, you know, looking into kind of what you've done in the past, sales has really marked a lot of your career prior to your business. You know, could you talk to us a little bit about why sales, how you got into it and I guess kind of your mindset when you go in to sell someone anything really. Yeah, I don't think I ever intentionally wanted to get into sales. It was something that just naturally happened um, only because I do like talking to people and I like figuring out what people's pain points are and hopefully giving them a solution to things. And at the end of the day, that's really what sales is. And I think that when you're selling something that like you really believe in, it makes it a lot different. So I've been in sales for a while, but I think for me, like working in beverage sales isn't really about like selling someone a drink. It's really like about sharing a piece of our heritage with them or like becoming a part of their family's traditions or being a part of their party, you know? And so it doesn't really feel like I'm a salesperson as much as I am just like helping people out. I love that. I love that distinction. You know, you speak about the heritage piece and, you know, you spoke about your parents and whatnot. How close is that piece to you? And for our peers out there listening who are trying to figure out how to align perhaps a business idea or a side hustle idea they've got going on to themselves and something that's personal to them to make it a lot easier to, I guess, get up and hustle on it. What would be your advice to us when it comes to that? Yeah. So my company is really inspired by my grandpa. My grandpa was a migrant farm worker, like a lot of families around here. And he would bring home fruit from the fields and make aguas frescas for our family because we'd have so much really ripe fruit that just wasn't going to get harvested or it was going to go to landfill. And he just couldn't stand to like let something good go to waste. And so Aguas Frescas became a very like modern part of our upbringing and of every other like Latino household that I know of. So when I wanted to start something, I wanted to start something that was reflective of myself and my culture, but also that would check these consumer insight boxes that I had had and Aguas Frescas really fit that bill. And so when I started to conceptualize the company, it didn't feel like I was in it to just make money or something. Like I said, it felt like I was just there to like share a part of my heritage. And I think that that was how I was able to align, you know, something that was just kind of always there and always a part of my everyday life and something that we always did with my entrepreneurial pursuits, you know, and make it a lot more personal for me to want to level it up and take it up a notch. And what's been the toughest part of leveling up and taking it up a notch? I think the most difficult part of leveling up is just that every new challenge comes with its own set of growing pains and they come so quickly. So, you know, you might think like, okay, I have this one thing figured out now and like, let's just go off to the races. 
but then there's going to be a new challenge that presents itself. And sometimes, you know, growing really quickly, that means like you might have to figure out operations at a much larger scale very quickly. And then once you get that, you know, then it's distribution. And so it's a lot of growth doesn't always mean that it's easy. In fact, it's oftentimes a lot harder. So I would just say, you know, the hardest part about leveling up is just knowing that it just actually gets more difficult with each step. How can we get better at embracing the difficult parts when, you know, we're, we're trying our best already, we're doing all we can do, you know? How can we get better at embracing the tough parts of the journey as we level up? I think for me, especially because we started off mid-pandemic, something that I always remind myself is just that if it doesn't work out, there's lots of things that haven't worked out before for a lot of other people. All that I can do is do my best. And sometimes that alleviates a lot of the pressure because at the end of the day, that's all that you can do is just try your best. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And so I just have to remind myself of that sometimes is just like, do your best and then just see what happens. I love that. I want to talk about the transition from kind of your corporate career in sales into starting your business. So as you kind of mentioned, early pandemic, I think you started around July 2020, Agua Bonita. And then prior to that, you were still kind of working in sales marketing. What was that transition like for you? How did you go from kind of corporate employee to business owner? And where did that desire come from? Yeah. So I was still working in a very corporate role and then my grandpa died. And I think that that was a big impetus to just reassess things, you know, and see if I was really happy with what I was doing at the time. I was like, joke, it's like a quarter life crisis, right? Where you start to like, just think like, is this making me happy? And I also realized that where I was working at at the time, It could take me working there for like 60 years before, you know, one of my ideas could maybe come to life. And I just didn't want that. And so I started consulting for small food and beverage startups. So it was kind of, you know, a leg out the door, you know, like you say goodbye to your corporate role, but you're consulting. So it's not really your full responsibility of someone else's business. You're just there like helping them really. But that's where I also learned that startups... From the outside, no matter how great they look, on the inside, people are still just trying to figure things out. And there's so much that people do not have figured out, but they're just like learning as they go. And that's what gave me the confidence that, okay, I've had enough corporate experience and enough experience on the startup side that I could just try to start my own. And then the pandemic rolled into town and I lost, you know, all of my work. And that's when I just decided like, okay, there's no better time for me to just start my own company then. I love how strangely things happen in like a serendipitous way. And I think for so many of us, the pandemic has symbolized good and bad things. And I think it's so beautiful to hear that for you, it was like almost that nudge that you needed to go, hey, like, let's go off and do this and let's just try my own thing. You know, for our peers out there listening who perhaps haven't yet felt that nudge, but they know they want to go off and do something of their own and perhaps take that side hustle to another level, the idea they've had brewing for so many years, you know, actually 
bring it to life, but they're scared. You know, it's so scary stepping out on your own. You know, what advice would you give to us around embracing that? The one thing that I've been told over and over a lot lately about just a lot of different things is that there is never going to be a perfect time. And I think that that's something that you kind of have to take to heart is that there's never going to be like a perfect time to start your business or there's never going to be a perfect time to pursue that opportunity that you're looking at. And you kind of have to start to get comfortable with the idea that there's always going to be something in the way, but all you'll lose is the opportunity to start something. Has there ever been a time for you where you felt like, ah, should have gone for that, you know, like I should have pursued that thing. Maybe it wasn't your business. Maybe it was something else, or maybe it's something right now that you're just going, ah, I should go off and do that. But, you know, it's going to help grow the company or, but I, I just, I don't know, something's holding me back. Has that ever come up for you? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe just generally in life, like there's sometimes where I'm hesitant to make certain decisions, whether it's like starting a family or something like that, because I just have so much work to do. And so I think that there are still things just in my everyday life that pop up that make me like wonder like, oh, like maybe I should do that. Or, you know, will that opportunity pass me by? Or like, it's just not the right time, you know, but I do have to take my own advice a lot of the time and just realize like there's not a perfect timing for many, many things. I so resonate with that. You know, I think for me, if I think about where I'm at, there is always so much more I feel like I can be doing. And there's always so much that opportunities that pop up that I think, oh, I should go for that. Or, you know, why am I not doing this? Or what's the opportunity cost of pursuing this instead of, you know, the other taking, you know, my career super seriously versus my personal life, for example. And I think that's something that so many of us deal with and it's almost, it can almost haunt us at times, you know, am I doing the right thing for me right now? You know, for our peers out there listening and also just for me, you know, what advice would you give on becoming okay with the decisions that we do end up making? I get told a lot of different things by a lot of different people from investors, from family members, from coworkers. You know, I I get told a lot of different things like, oh, you should do that and you should do that. And I really just have to remind myself that at the end of the day, this is my company and it's a reflection of me and only I will really know what's best for the brand and just to have to get better at cutting through the noise because everyone will always have an opinion about what you do and how you're doing it. But not any one of those people is working and living and breathing the brand like on a day-to-day basis, the way that I am. Ah, Kayla, I couldn't agree more. So look, Kayla, you and I could talk for days and days, but I am mindful of your time and I know we have to wrap up early. And so I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you and thank you for the incredible work that you're doing and for your time today. So Piers, for those of you who want to learn more about Agua Bonita, you can head to www.drinkaguabonita.com or at 
drink Agua Bonita on Instagram. And to connect with the brilliant Kayla, you can head to Kayla Castaneda on LinkedIn. Thank you so much again, Kayla. And for everyone else listening, we will end with that. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. Remember, Peers, we're here to help you turn your passion into a business. And so is Shopify. And so if you're looking to start your biz, head to shopify.com.au for your 14-day free trial. Peers, that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. We hope you've enjoyed your introduction to our latest guest peer and that you find them as gung-ho as we do. For more, make sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a review. We produce with passion, and it doesn't stop here. To see what else we're up to, visit thepeersproject.com or follow us on Instagram at thepeersproject. We'll have fresh, real talk for you next week, peers. Until then, if you need inspiration, look amongst your peers.